For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's 849. We're on the eve of the Florida legislative session. The governor putting finishing touches and probably prepping again on his state of the state address that will be delivered in Tallahassee. We go live to Tallahassee and state capitol reporter for USA Today Network Florida, John Kennedy, who has long been a contributor here on Jacksonville's Morning News. John, as we're about to open the session, not to date you at all, but how many have you covered now? What is this going to be in 2024? Oh, gosh, Rich. Uh, I'm somewhere in the 30-plus, I think, at this point. Wow. <laughs> you you've had, you started early, right? You were in your teens when you started. I did. I was yeah. a child, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as you prepare and as uh, reporters are preparing for the 2024 legislative session, amid the backdrop of Governor DeSantis and the Iowa caucuses and running a presidential campaign while also governing the state, do you see an overall theme that's beginning to emerge this year? What would it be? Well, I guess the theme might be, you know, DeSantis's uh, influence and uh, power going into this session, whether it's going to hold up. Uh, you know, we have the Iowa caucuses on January 15th. That's next week. And um, De- DeSantis is uh, opening a session. He has had a very uh, compliant legislature for the last couple of years anyway. And uh, will that uh, hold up or are we going to start seeing some defections from DeSantis uh, among the supermajority Republican Party in both the House and Senate. If there are some of those fissures, John, where would they be on specific items or topics overall, do you think? You know, I think that's maybe where we'll see it. We may not see it, you know, big thematically uh, with, you know, people like openly breaking with the governor on something, uh, you know, major. But I think it may be in some of the smaller scale things. You know, the governor has some tax cut ideas, uh, various policy initiatives, maybe that's where we'll see, um, you know, uh, some movement uh, away or, or just a little bit harder time for the governor to get his uh, ideas across the finish line. Governor DeSantis has already unveiled a spending plan. It would spend less than the current fiscal year, and it would indeed cut taxes overall. That certainly sounds like music to the ears of just about every Florida taxpayer. I always devil in the details in these kinds of things. Is this going to be an uphill battle? Uh, I think some of it may be. Uh, you know, one thing that is going to be kind of haunting the governor and the Republican-led legislature throughout is uh, property insurance. It is still sky high. And uh, we just had a story over the weekend about how uh, Trump's uh, uh, political committee has bought billboards in Tallahassee uh, taunting the governor on, uh, you know, failing to bring property uh, insurance rates down for Floridians. And uh, I think that's something that the Democrats are going to constantly be, uh, you know, harping at the governor about why the and the legislative leaders, you know, why they are not trying to do more or impose a, you know, rate freeze of some kind. Some of these more, uh, you know, dramatic steps to try to uh, bring down the the cost of uh, home insurance for so many Floridians, which is uh, really hurting a lot of people and changing some of the state's demographics, people leaving communities because they can't afford them anymore. John, over the course of the last year, there were special legislative sessions that uh, targeted uh, property insurance. Is that issue on a front burner as you sense it with your 30 plus years experience covering the session? 
Well, that's it. Uh, there, there is, it's really not on a front burner from the Republican legislative leaders. They don't really have too many uh, you know, dramatic ideas that they're putting forward. The governor, uh, he basically has put forth uh, an idea that would be a, uh, a, pro- a property tax and fee uh, break for Floridians uh, in homes valued up to uh, $750,000, or I should say, I guess, assessed it up to that rate. Um, that's something that uh, the governor is going to put forward just as a, you know, it's going to ease the, the overall cost of property insurance for uh, some people. But, um, you, know, you know, there aren't too many fixes out there. And across the nation, I think uh, property insurance seems to be sky high right now in many places. Uh, so that's what the Republican leaders are kind of pointing to as it's more of a systematic uh, problem that we we're dealing with right now, as opposed to uh, individually Florida. John Kennedy, a state capital reporter for USA Today Network, Florida. You can read him on Jacksonville.com, Florida Times Union. And, you know, we talk about some of the most recent events that happened here at home in Jacksonville, John, with the removal just uh, two weeks ago now of the last public-facing Confederate monument in Springfield Park. Local area Republican Representative Dean Black has a bill, and I know there are other efforts as well, to target communities for the action that they take. Does that seem to be getting much of an appetite for passage in the House and Senate this year versus efforts before yeah in, in efforts before i think it would have uh, it's going to be something to watch this year i think there may be a tamping down on these kind of culture war divides that have been so much a part of uh, the republican agenda in florida i i, I think uh, republican leadership uh, at least coming out of the senate uh has uh, quietly said to members i think that they they, they don't want to spend a lot of time on some of these issues some of now, those Confederate. Yeah, go ahead. And finish issue. that thought. Just be, yeah, I was just going to say this Confederate memorial issue because it is so uh, topical right now because of what's happened in Jacksonville. It is something that may, maybe that does advance this year, but I think a lot of these other LGBTQ bashing legislation and uh, various other things may be something that they're uh, looking to dial back. So, in that event, does that mean that there's a lot of priority given to issues around public schools, whether it be funding or other things that happen within the walls of the classrooms as everyone's getting back from the winter break? Yeah, there is a, a proposal again coming out of the Senate that would, uh, they're calling it a, a deregulation of public schools, taking off a lot of the uh, kind of the testing and accountability and, uh, and, and you know, uh, how, how a child passes from one grade to another that, you know, he must meet, you know, certain grade standards. They're, they're looking to ease back on some of those things. A lot of those things that were enacted back in the days of uh, Governor Jeb Bush, um, I think uh, there is a feeling that the Florida legislature has put so much attention on charter schools and uh, also on uh, voucher schools over the last uh, decade that they're trying to uh, kind of make it uh, perhaps, uh, especially the voucher schools that enjoy very little regulation from the state. Uh, I think they want to allow public schools to also somewhat benefit from some of this hands-off stuff. But um, at the same time, it raises questions about are you going to – you know, uh, diminish uh, the value of public education in Florida by uh, making it easier to just pass children from one grade to another. Is is that a good idea? I think that debate is going to uh, go through these next couple of months.
months. There's a lot that will happen over the coming weeks and months of the legislative session, John, with your years of ex- decades of experience at this point. And again, I'm not making you sound old. I just want to make sure that the <laughs> listeners understand that this isn't your first rodeo, man. In this case, yeah. is there an underreported thing that you find or would rank as really this has big impact on, on Florida, Northeast Florida, or uh, all of us at the state level? It may not necessarily bubble up as either controversial or sexy in the headlines, if you will. Well, I guess, uh, I don't know, the, the one that uh, is, it catches my eye most, I think, is property insurance, just because of its larger, uh, uh, it, it almost demographic uh, effect on the state, where uh, I think it's going to shift populations if people are uh, looking to move out of coastal areas or, uh, you know, downtown communities where, uh, you know, there is a sea level rise uh, coming in. Um, that, that I think that's something that has profound effects for Florida for you know real estate as well as uh, just where people live and uh, and also the, the constant influx into the state uh, we're seeing a lot of retirees obviously head to places like the villages and in the interior where um, you know maybe the uh, concerns about property insurance are not so steep but they're paying higher prices than they should be too so I think I think that issue is one that is worth uh, diving into more even as it's a year where I think the legislature just wants to look the other way. They don't really want uh, to address it during this election year because all these guys are going to be on the ballot come November as well. Great point. John Kennedy is State Capitol Reporter, USA Today Network, Florida. Again, you can read his work, Jacksonville.com, Florida Times Union, or Tallahassee.com, part of the USA Today Network, and a contributor here on Jacksonville's Morning News for many, many years. John, thanks again.